Powered by Mercury Marine. Brought to you by Gus Machado Ford, where you can find the truck for your boating needs. Call the fishing pro Eric Brandon. In fact, drop him a line at 866 801 940 you're hooked into the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. You are hooked up, man. We are live Saturday morning behind Stephen J. Gray's fabulous palatial studios. It's blowing like a bear. Going to be a windy, rainy weekend, but some happy sunshine in that whole bleak thing I just mentioned was. Got a brand new co-host of the program. Eric. Good Joe to see you, brother. Hector, my man. How you doing? I'm ready. I'm ready to rock. You are ready to rock, yeah. man. So, Steve Waters is still a big part of the show. Yeah. You guys will rotate weekends, but yep. again, we want to add some more spice to the program. Anybody spiced up at you, bro, because you are a fireball. Hey, I uh, I love media. <laughs> I love You know me, man. I'm, I'm I know you. Joe the promoter, you know. I, I, uh, I love it. So. You're, you're king of the promotion also. You've been doing the uh, FCAT series for so long now, the yep. Offshore yep. Kayak Series yep. as well. Extreme kayak fishing. You're a very, very accomplished angler, which gives you props to be here. You know, I mean, you've caught a lot of fish in your day, man. I try. I you try. Know. I mean, lately it's been, uh, it's been a little dry, but... I don't fish like I used to, guys. You know, I used to go out all the time, and then I kind of became a man and grew up, and then now I'm not allowed to fish as much as uh, I want to anymore. <laughs> I got a little girl and a family, and it's all different now. Got a brand new house, I understand. Yeah, we just moved, and uh, yesterday was our 10-year anniversary. Anybody so. in the audience ever moved before, like your friends like say, oh, yeah, I'll help you out, man. I'll be there, Joe or Eric. And all of a sudden, magically, they don't show up. <laughs> I think I told you this. Yeah, you know? we were we were talking at Nautical, and, you know, I had my truck, and I'm ready to rock. And my wife's like, you know, you, can, you get some movers. I yeah. said, ah, I don't think so. I think I got it. You know, yeah. I got I got my new truck. I'm ready yeah. to rock. I can buddies. do all this. Like, I can lift it one-handed. I'm ready to go. Right, right. God, man, after an hour, I'm like, my knee's blown up like a balloon. My elbow's hurt. I'm done. What happened to your friends who promised to be there to help you? They weren't help? there. They never showed, yeah. right? Guys, you weren't there. Thank you. I it's like it. going boating and fishing. You take your guys to the boat. You come back to the dock, right? You put the boat in the trailer, get home. They're not there to help you clean the boat. They got their fish and they hauled ass. Oh, yeah. Of You've seen that before? But I'm always the guy that, that helps them. You know, I bring my truck. Hey, Joe, can you help me out? Yeah, you're sure, a good no dude, problem. bro. You know what I no mean? problem, yeah. But so. uh, again, man, welcome to the co host chair. I love it. Glad to have you here. And again, the only disparaging problem with me and Joe is the fact his big guns are hanging out and I've got my blow darts hitting under a shirt <laughs> sleeve okay so <laughs> yeah but you're still the man Eric <laughs> we are so glad to have uh, the legend back on the program he's moving to Georgia soon but this is a uh, wiki fishing fished and that's snot offshore Ugh, somehow God, it's been nasty the legend Captain Bowser Smith my friend good morning to you good morning guys and welcome to the show Joe thank uh, you Bowser I gotta tell you Eric uh, it's been very fishy this week. We've had a lot of good luck. Have you? All well, right. you know, one of the things about South Florida, there's always another option. So on Monday, uh, I chartered A.B. Raymond. Well, he didn't charge me very much because we go back 12 years together every day. But, but at any rate, I talked him into taking me fishing on Monday, and we had a fly rod only tournament it was ab and myself and kevin cote mm -hmm. fly fishing in the everglades and we had a ball we had triple headers the peacock bass we had oh. uh cichlids we had uh uh black bass it was just non-stop action we really had a ball it was a lot a lot of fun and uh i don't 
uh, we lost track of how many fish we caught, but that was in the Everglades, and the wind was blowing, but the wind blows over the top of the banks of the canals, and mm-hmm. and then you're a little bit sheltered, and like I say, we were fly fishing, and if anybody's ever done any fly fishing, I know that it couldn't have been too windy, or else I would have been catching Kevin and A.B. all the time, but uh, <laughs> really, really a good trip. And then on Wednesday, I had arranged to go fishing with Brian Sanders over in Chukalusky. And I called him Tuesday. I said, what do you think about the wind? And he says, oh, we'll make it work. And, and what do you want to catch? And I said, we want to catch laughs. So he says, oh, well, that'll work no problem. So we went over to Chukalusky, and again, the wind was blowing like crazy. And we tried to go offshore a little bit just to get to the live bait spots. And that was pretty brutal, but we went back inshore. We found plenty of live bait, lots of pilchards and herring. And then, boy, I'll tell you what, when we got done catching bait, we went from one spot to another, and it was it was uh, keep your head low because we were catching fish. Uh, we had loads of snook. We had a few redfish, absolutely tons of ladyfish. And I have to admit that I missed out on all the fun because I didn't catch any of the catfish. The other guys caught all the catfish, but then again, they used bait more than I did. I spent a lot more time fly casting, but right. at times, Amy and I were both fly casting at the same time, and I have to admit that over there in Chukalusky, I think I caught all A.B. almost as many times as I caught fish. He felt like he was a dartboard, and he was really glad I was using small flies, because... He was picking them out of his back and his shoulder, and it was brutal. But, boy, did we catch a lot of fish, and we had an absolute ball. So it just gives you an idea that even with the wind blowing as hard as it was, there's still fishing available. And if you didn't want to drive so far, you can fish the intercoastal waterway uh, in the narrow parts, like between North Miami and uh, on up through Broward County, and there's fish to be caught in there. As an example, R.J. Boyle has this program where they take kids with muscular dystrophy fishing called Mission Fishing. And they take these kids and their families fishing. If it's too rough to go in the ocean, they troll Double Hook Ballyhoo up and down the intercoastal waterway. And they catch snook and jacks and barracudas. And, and the kids have a ball. And in North Miami, uh A.B. last week caught several kingfish in the bay and loads of jacks, and, and there were pot- we jumped off a bunch of tarpon in the bay one day last week, A.B. and I. So, uh, and that was in very, very protected waters. So you can always fish somewhere in South Florida, just sometimes it's not out in the Gulf Stream. I mean, that's the beauty of South Florida, right? I mean, it's, it's, you have so many options to catch all these different species of fish. Uh, I mean, Bouncer, I know. I mean, I bring family here into town from, like, up north New Jersey. And if it's blowing like this, we'll go peacock bass fishing yeah. and catch some monster peas. There we'll catch go. clown knife fish. I mean, stuff that they're like, what is this? I never <laughs> Clown knife. It's fishing. I mean, it's swimming backwards. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the beauty of South Florida. That's right. Always, yeah. a, always a plan B, Joe. Always. Canal, bank fishing, whatever, man. Always. You, know I mean? you can go catch gators if you want. How about off my balcony? I've got I'm kind of spoiled rotten. I've got a balcony on a villa on a lake. Yours is awesome. And I'm actually, in, if it's raining, I'm still casting off the balcony, man. I'm protected, dude. So I'm catching peacock off my balcony. Uh, okay. I see those picks. You kill yeah. me with those picks. They're, I, they're monsters, I too. I picked the right place to buy. What can I tell you? But anyway, uh. 
Cap, what's your game plan today, man? You staying on land or getting out for one more big hurrah or what? No, I'm not going to go fishing this weekend. I may not fish again in South Florida from now until January because uh, today and tomorrow we have get-togethers with a, uh, just a couple of different friends for uh, for dinner. And uh, Monday the movers come, and Tuesday we'll be on the road headed for Atlanta, Georgia. So uh, big changes, but the good news as you and I have talked, mm-hmm. I'll still be on. Uh, I'll still be on the weekly fisherman. Yes, you will. Be. Uh, as you and I have planned, we're going to do about six forty-five, and mm-hmm. I'm going to help people on the radio understand what the fishermen are talking about. Uh, as you and I have talked about, we'll help them figure out what does a kite mean, uh, uh, what's a planer, and stuff like that. We'll make that more understandable to our listeners so they know what we're talking about. That's a great feature. I'm looking forward to Captain Bouncer's Tackle Talk, or whatever the actual name may be. Yeah. He'll teach us how to actually rig up a ballyhoo from scratch. How to properly put a hook in. Use a little wire on the bill, whatever else. How to fly a kite properly. Things that we think the audience may know. I'm still learning, Joe. Half that stuff I can't even do. I can't even tie a bimini twist for that matter, okay? Yeah. But I'm hoping a captain will talk me through it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what. I mean, the the amount of out-of-towners we get from out-of-state for our tournaments, for instance, yeah. stuff like that is is essential oh, because absolutely. you got guys flying kites on kayaks yep. for oh, sailfish <laughs> in our tournaments. <laughs> yes, so, do. I mean, a, a, an episode just on kites yeah. is huge for these guys. So this would be great to have Captain Bowser teaching us as we go. Definitely. Never lose them off the show. And, uh, Cap, I can't wait. So enjoy your morning. You want to check back at 735 and uh, see what's happening, or you want to just let you go and go do your thing? No, I'm going to be listening to you either on iHeartRadio or I'll be watching you on uh, on, on Eric Brandon on uh, Facebook. So uh, one or the other, I'll be tracking everything you're doing and be glad to talk again at 730. Thanks, Cap, very much. All right. Thanks, Captain. Before the break goes here, Joe, this is Get to Know You series uh, segment right now. <clears throat> I got a couple of questions for you to get to know who you are more. Okay. okay. All right. Question number one is: oh boy. For breakfast in the morning, is it going to be two eggs over easy, side of hash browns, and bacon, or a power smoothie? Eight eggs plus the smoothie and bacon. No, I'm saying one on or the sandwich? other. Man. One oh, the, you got to choose one. One or the other, oh, man. Yeah. What kind of crap uh, is that? I'm gonna. S- <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to go with the shake. With the shake? I'm I thought go with you the would. shake. Okay. Yeah. In, the, movie, in the movies, uh, which is better, the Godfather trilogy or the John Wick series? Oh, my gosh. you got to go with the Godfather. I'm John, from New Jersey. I'm I going with on. John Wick, man, okay? Really? Yeah, I really am. Oh. And being from Jersey, last question is, thin crust or deep dish pizza? <sighs> Come on, man. I, all right, here's the thing. Yeah. I enjoy thin crust. Uh-huh. But, but if you're from New Jersey or New York, uh-huh. you're going to like that thick, heavy, monstrous pizza. So, so thick. Deep, deep dish? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we agreed on two out of three, but I, I, Yeah, we, yeah okay. we're, we're close. All right, man. We're doing great on the show. We're just getting rolling. And by the way, I never said hi to Stephen J. Gray. Good morning, gentlemen. Hi, hey, Steve. Good Steve. morning, Joe. Great to have you back. You guys are sounding freaking awesome. Thank, thank you, you, awesome. Uh, back in the studio, filling in for uh, Ricardo. We have uh, Eric on the board doing his thing. So thank you guys very much for all of us in this big cooperative uh, moment. Take a little break. More caps on the program. Just get rolling, man. 6-11 on the nose at 940 wins Miami Sports. This morning, baby. 
Waking up to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show with expert troller Eric Brandon. I can't function without my coffee. Powered by Mercury Marine. Coffee is ready, sir. And brought to you by Gus Machado Ford, where you can find the truck for your boating needs. To talk to fellow fishing fans, call 866-801-0940 to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Yeah, give me a little piece of chaw and chew on over here. Spit, spit. On a side of deer meat. That was pretty good. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show brought to you by Nautical Ventures, obviously. Our good friends at Starbright Boat Solutions. They got a big old bucket of stuff you can win at 715 this morning. What's in the bucket, Eric? Well, more stuff that you're pilfering there, Pinhead. Uh, can okay. Move along, sir. Move along. I've seen the, the levels are getting lower on the Starbright products, Joe. He's been snagging stuff, dude. Uh, got to keep that boat good, man. Keep her out in gray, dude, because he will definitely snake you. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> Mercury Marine, which he's got a brand new 50 horsepower in the back of his uh, pontoon. Loving bag. it, man. Loving nice. it, right? Hey, by the way, the water is so high in our lake here, I can't get under the bridge, man. I have to stay on one lake now. It's really? Just, is, your, is your lake like at high tide too right now? I've lost half my beach sand. It's like, oh, I don't know, seven feet above uh, normal. Oh, no, you love that thing. Like, and you, and you know we're expecting rake. another 10 inches of rain due to the, uh, what is it? What's happening this weekend? It's ETA. Etta. Etta. You said the word weather, he throws a jingle in, okay? <laughs> That's just the evil genius this knucklehead oh, is there, okay? Anyway, <clears throat> it's going to be blustery. I do have a definite confirmation. Jennifer Gray Warren will be back at 730 with the spot-on forecast. Yay. Awesome. Okay. Meantime, it's uh, westbound and down, I do believe. Our good friend Brian Sanders, he's the Chuckalusky king there, Joe. You may have heard about it before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he got us fishing with the bouncer this week. Brian, my friend, good morning to you. Hey, what's up, guys? What's hey, up? Not the sun. That's for damn sure. Yeah, it's uh, not raining over here, but it's cloudy. I'm just getting off of Alligator Alley right now. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know if we can fish today or not, but my guys are hardcore. They're, hard, they're as hardcore as Bouncer. They want to go. They're ready. Awesome. You said you had a good trip with you guys uh, this week. Yeah, I had a good trip. But, hey, let me tell you something. You know what? Bouncer might be retired, but you can't be a fishing guide and a captain for 50-something years get on another boat and not run the show. It doesn't happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've learned to just, so I've learned to just kind of go with the flow. I just sit back and, you know, whatever we do is great. And, you know, and, and I almost get comfortable. Like, these guys are taking their own fish off. They're putting their own baits on. I mean, it's it's an easy day for me. All I got to do is go find fish, and I did that. So, you know, we we went to every nook and cranny that was out of the wind, and we tucked in there as close as we could, and we had some live baits, and we'd throw a few of them out. And they one one guy on the bow, one guy on the stern with a fly rod, and they were going at it, just catching snook and redfish and trout and ladyfish, and it was just every cast. I know back good. Uh, on his boat joke, uh, Bouncer has been known for, over the last 25 years yeah. to always try to school me on the boat. Like, Eric, you know, do this, do that, do this, do that. You're doing this wrong, doing this wrong, wrong, wrong. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and usually he's right, okay, right. normally. Uh, does he try to guide you a little bit on the boat there, Brian, or does he leave you alone? No, he uh, he won't say anything for a long period of time, and then I'll say, hey, Brian, uh, 
why don't we move the boat over there and turn it around backwards? And I think it'll work better into the wind. Uh, you get the look. You you get, yeah, the look. I'm, the like, look. I'm like, okay, yeah, let's try that. And then, you know, sometimes it would work and sometimes it wouldn't. So it just depends on how hard the wind was blowing. One time we tried it and the wind was blowing so hard and the, the tide was going the opposite way and the boat wouldn't even swing around and it was all messed up. But anyways, yeah, yeah. Uh, you just can't you can't do it as much as he has and just not sit back and say something. Okay. Uh, you know, it's all it's all in good fun and it's all constructive and it's just, sure. uh, just another opinion, you know, another 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 view. So he sees things, you know, one way and you know I kind of see it a different way. But uh, one thing that you learn in this business is you need to try to fish with as many people as you can because that's how you learn and become a better fisherman. Yeah. Joe, you ever fished the Chukaluski area for uh, for permit or redfish, snook, whatever? It's they're really obviously yeah. very popular over there. Oh yeah, when I first moved to Florida, I went over there with a couple buddies, and it's phenomenal. Okay. I mean, the fishing there is top notch. You it's know? almost like a virgin spot. I mean, there's not yeah. a lot of boats around. It's really it's like old school Florida back over there. You know, what I mean, a lot of hotels and touristy that, stuff. But man, that's what's what I mean? interesting I love for over it. there. Yeah, yeah there, there's a lot of people, but it's still an awesome fishery. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's great. It's phenomenal. And, of course, if you have uh, a concession for the beer stand over there, you're making a million dollars because oh, yeah. that's mandatory over there. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Most of, the people, most of the people there don't have any teeth, so. But <laughs> <laughs> that's soft jerky, man. You know what I mean? Anyway, Brian, yeah. so your game plan today is to try to get out there and fish and, and, and look for some snook, or what's, what's the species? Yeah. I don't know. My guys, the guys I have today want to bring some fish home. They're uh, from up north, Wisconsin, and they're going back, uh, oh, I think next week. So they uh, want to go try to catch some trout and redfish and maybe get lucky and catch a, a slot-sized snook. Uh, snook season's still open until the end of the month. So uh, we'll just go try to stay dry, you know, bring the rain gear and, and hope for the best. I'm not sure how long we can fish today, but we're going to give it hell, that's for sure. All right, Joe, there's a quiz for you, man. Can you spell Chuck Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Nor can I, man. Uh, I won't even try. All right, go ahead, uh, Brian. Spell the proper uh, way to do that name. All right, C H O K O L O S K E E. Now we know. Now we know. Chuck Oluski. One shot. One shot. You know what it means? No. What does it mean? You know what it means? No. In in Indian, it means big ass mosquitoes. Are you serious? That's great. <laughs> or or small ass noceums. Okay, whatever. They're worse. No, they're the yeah, worse. The noceums are worse. I, I'll take a skeeter over a, a noceum yeah. any day of the week, man. Hands down. Do you ever hear of yeah. greenheads? You can't, you can't see those things. What, what, are, what are greenheads? So in Jersey, where, where we would fish for like stripers and stuff, yeah. you, you know, you fish close to like these long weeds, and they're called greenheads. And these things are like a mosquito on steroids. No. Like. Uh-oh. Just they will just blow you up, man. I mean, they're the worst. Worst. Brian, you ever heard of greenheads before? Uh, well, we have a, a deer fly, you know, in the springtime that's got kind of a green head, looks like a little fly with a green head, but and they bite you. They they bite you pretty good. And yeah. then we get horse flies, and uh, the horse flies. Oh god! Never really got bit by a horse fly. I, I'm sure people have, but I never really have. They, they fly around the boat and intimidate everybody, but. They're just attracted to your carbon monoxide when you're breathing. You know, everybody's breathing on a boat fishing, and here comes the bugs, you know. Horse flies remove skin. Literally. I'm t- they take a bite out of you, man. You're missing a piece of flesh. Oh, yeah. Okay, they're nasty. you got to take them yeah, off. Get- yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, they so. get in your scalp, and you can't get them out, you know. Oh. 
We should have a sponsor on this program from some anti-bug company. I don't know. It's a good idea. Yeah, like, or who makes bug spray? Get I'm on those it. off. Are you on it, Joe? I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Joe's on the bug spray sponsor, man. Okay. All right. <laughs> Call uh, Skin Soaked Off. They'll work. Skin Soaked right. Off. All right. Hey, Brian, have a great day, bro. Hope you make a successful day out of this thing despite this blowing weather. And uh, catch him on, my friend, as always. See you, Brian. Yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, I'll Stand by and listen to the rest of the show. Thanks, guys. You got it, my friend. So let's go to our Facebook stream. A lot of folks are really watching the show, Joe. You have a lot of uh, fans out there, I might add. Okay. How do you post it on your social platforms? You've only posted on maybe one of, what, ten you've got going on? Oh, we got we got a lot of groups. I, I'd say group-wise, uh, 15, 16 That's groups. pretty thick, dude. And then, yeah. Um, yeah, we got our business page, Extreme Kayak Fishing, Inc. Uh-huh. Uh, I got my uh, Joe Hector uh, page right. for the business, and then I have the personal Joe Hector page as well. Well, speaking of promotions, though, I know we have a Nautical Ventures inaugural fishing tournament coming up, which you're heading yes. up as well. Yeah. Uh, I haven't got all these specs and details yet, but I think you're formulating this whole thing now and putting it all together. Yeah, so I'm going to be uh, kind of behind the scenes with this, but I'm going to be helping them uh, put on a uh, small boat tournament okay. for Nautical Ventures, and we're in the uh, beginning stages right now of okay. putting it together. We're trying to get a solid team together as well, but uh, I think it'll be phenomenal. And you know, the the big thing about for me anyway for putting on fishing tournaments yeah. is the fun aspect, right? Sure. You yep. want you want an event, mm-hmm. not just a fishing tournament. Right. So you want to bring people with families. Uh, you know, from all over right. to South Florida here and show them what it's like to fish sure. here in the fishery. And, and that's what we've done for years with extreme kayak fishing. Uh, this was our 10th year. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we got our Sailfish Smackdown coming up, which is um, the nation's only kayak billfish tournament. Oh, that's a fun And that gets thing, people yeah. from everywhere. But, you know, what, what I think what put us uh, high on the spectrum uh, throughout the country was the party aspect yeah. uh, on the yeah. beach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you can go fishing on a kayak. Yep. You can come back to shore and get a massage from one of our local Pompano Beach massage companies. What? Think about that. You get a massage? Think about that. Wow, wow. Hey, 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 great. I'm just thinking, man, I want to just go out there just for the massage. That's what I'm thinking. I'm <laughs> go, go offshore for five minutes, come back in and lay down, dude, and, and rub, up, rub, rub, rub away, man. You oh, know yeah, what I mean? man. Get yeah, those kinks so out, dude. That's the beauty of it, you know? And then you have <laughs> other activities going on. You know, you got your paddleboard race. Yeah. You got your beach volleyball, you yeah. know? It's... Uh, you, you want you want to have an event, and I'm sure there's some pretty good looking babes out there dressed for the event, right? Of course, I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. it's a Joe Hector there. event, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got to say, man. Yeah, we'll take a little break. We're gonna check with the captain, Danny Ramos, on the Magic uh, Dream uh, Dream. Uh, I'll get his boat name right. Coming up next year, caps are all lined up. It's blowing like a bear here. The, the microphones are picking up the wind blow, so it's a nasty Saturday morning. But thanks to everybody who's listening. Yeah, we got a great group of uh, dedicated, loyal listeners. Awesome. Uh, some brand new folks are on the program checking us out because of your reach out as well so thank you guys for being up this time of the day at 626 940 wins miami sports it's a beautiful day any day fishing's a beautiful day now back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show, powered by Mercury Marine and brought to you by Gus Machado Ford, where you can find the truck for your boating needs. Now, here's your fishing buddy, Eric Brandon. That's what I'm talking about, man. Come on. 
Javon Joe Hector, new co-host of the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman, to my right at the Stephen J. Gray Studios. Uh, Joe, once again, knowing the audience has been welcoming you on the Facebook stream. Yeah. They're loving the fact you're on the program uh, with Steve Waters as well. But uh, sure. good to have the, someone about uh, three-quarters or more, less than my age on the show, bringing in a younger demographic, I might add. So yeah. I'm kind of like the, I don't know, what do you call me, the X-Lax uh, guy? No, I don't know. More like depends. More like the yeah. kind of like the depends guy. Depends. Depends, yeah. And you're more like the I don't know, hundred uh, pound barbell dude. Okay. Okay. Is that putting, I like that. Is that putting it lightly? I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure what you work out with, bro. Because uh, you're also a personal trainer as well. Yeah, yeah. I run a. Uh, it's called Joe's Training on the Go. Yeah. And uh, I actually uh, would go to people's homes and train them there. I also have two trainers that work for me now, okay. and we've been expanding, and it's uh, it's growing. And you know what's uh, interesting is COVID actually changed the game with uh, my business sure. because a lot of those gyms, those big gyms, when they were fully closed down, yeah. uh, people had nowhere to go. And uh, we started getting more and more clients, and now we use Zoom a lot with our phones sure, to train yeah. a lot of these people. Yeah. So it's been working out. Get your hands in everything, Joe. I mean, everything, I it, bro. Man. You are a massive, successful entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. <laughs> Let's it. go to a man who's also not new, but he's uh, he's really cutting his teeth in the business of uh, offshore fishing. He's got a great reputation with clients. I fish on his boat personally. Captain Danny Ramos on the Blue Dream Fishing Charters, my man. Danny Ramos, good morning to you. Good morning. How you guys doing? We're doing good, Danny. I, I know you feel bad because it's been blowing like crazy. It kind of affects your business. Uh, any chance to fish this past couple of days, or have you been, like everybody else, just slammed by this weather? Oh, yeah, man. I'm just sitting, sitting around praying that uh, this weather blows through faster uh, and sooner here. Um, it's honking, so pretty much being out there is uh, not going to be fun for any client. Uh, that's for <laughs> sure. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I went out, uh, I would say... Last week, I would say last Saturday was my last client. Uh, we did uh, pretty well. Okay. We got them on, uh, you know, a few muttons. Uh, and then, uh, of course, your favorite, uh, the sea donkey. We got some nice AJs on these, uh, these clients. <laughs> some backbreakers <laughs> is what we call them. They are. But, yeah, uh, yeah we caught a real nice one, uh, pretty close to 100 pounds uh, for the client. So it was a good uh Instagram photo for him Whew. is what I say, but, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I think the fish are going to start turning on now as soon as the, the weather blows through, you know, the sails have started moving in pretty nice, uh, so flying the kites, uh, maybe running some flat lines with some uh, fluorocarbon, uh, light leader, and, and give them a chance, but yeah, definitely the sails will start showing up pretty thick. Joe, what's uh, your favorite fish? If you were to go out with uh, Captain Danny Ramos, what kind of fish you want to target offshore? Wahoo. Wa I love really? them. Yep, that is my fish. I uh, I just been obsessed with them forever, and uh, that was actually the fish that propelled my um, my business. Really? So yeah. Wahoo. Wahoo. Wahoo is a great fish. <laughs> oh yeah. That's that's, that's uh, that used to be uh, on my number one. That's number two on me. But swordfish right now is good. The wahoo is like when it's especially around this time of the year. They're yeah. going to start lighting up, uh, you know, especially any, any time around the full moon. It really starts to light up real good. Here down in Florida, we, you know, we I kind of like to run the planers, the high speed out in the Bahamas uh, or down in Sal. But here we, we get real good with them on the planers or any floating debris out here. We'll, we'll drop some speed jigs on them there. Uh, you can get them on the kites too, man. We've caught them right on the kites, perfectly hooked right on the Oh, on the corner phenomenal. of the mouth. <laughs> awesome. Now, to get yeah, it back to the yeah, dock, there's two ways to do Wahoo, Joe. 
You can either fillet the fish or you can steak them. Right. I like steaking them because if you look at the steak off of backbone, that backbone of a, of a wahoo, it kind of goes up in four quarters. Right. You ever seen that? So it's Which it's funny cool. you say that because I grill. yeah I love the steak as well. And yep. what I'll do is I'll wrap it in bacon, and okay. the bacon juices kind of seep into the meat, and it and it gives it this um, steakish, meatyish type taste. I, I can't really explain it, but if you guys it try good. it, it it's good. phenomenal. Yeah, put some spicy uh, uh, peppers and stuff in there and, and onions, and it's it's phenomenal. You wrap it up in tin foil, and you put it uh, on the grill. And you're definitely no vegan. No. You're definitely a well, carnivore. Definitely no, one I, of the, I, yeah, <laughs> I eat by the pound. By the pound. <laughs> so, Danny, after oh, the storm blows yeah. through, I've always heard that fishing turns on because there's a lot more debris in the water. The fish has not been stressed out by guys fishing so much. What happens after the storm passes fish-wise? Yeah, after the storm passes, that um, you pretty much said it there. I mean, there's not a lot of pressure on these fish. And uh, basically on the change in the temperature, I mean, uh, as far as the weather dropping down, uh, we've seemed to notice that every time when we go out, you get that nice first couple of days where it's, it's red hot uh, and and basically you kind of just want to get out there, be prepared on days like this that it's blowing, it's bad. I mean, sit at your house, bring some baits, get your gear all prepared. So when you're out there, when, you're, when you get that chance, you know, you execute every uh, every moment you get once, uh, once you're out there. So that's basically what I do on some of these days. Uh, on my off times, I, I can't do much. So we're just, you know, preparing our gear, bringing some baits and definitely out when I get out there, I'll be running the planers down the edge, uh, flying the kites, uh, and, and, and trying to get to my uh, local bait guy and get me some good uh, large baits, uh, which is which is you know he produces pretty well. I do Lester out of haul over, and he's uh, he's done well for me, and uh, and that's that's basically my game plan, absolutely, man. But I I think the Wahoo should start showing up uh, too down here, not as big as up north by Pompano and Boynton and all that, but we do get them down here where. It, they, they'll show up on you, and and you'll we'll have days that I mean I've caught four in a day, uh, oh, and they, and they awesome. turn on and they Gosh. turn off. Yeah, right here out of Miami. So if people don't think that they're here as you know in those numbers, but like I mean it's like a flip of a switch. So as soon as they <laughs> they, they bite, turn around, go back, and, and go in that same little spot and keep yep. picking them up because uh, that's the only chance you're really going to get on them. Well, I'll tell you uh, one down thing. Down here, at least, yeah. You are tenacious, Danny. Day I fished with you, my son, and my grandkids. Uh, you tried everything you could in the world to get us fish, and we finally ended up on a special spot catching black belly rosies, which are nice eating fish. But they aren't very yeah. big, yeah. but they're tasty, Joe. Uh, Danny, you're driving a uh, what kind of boat again? Tell us the brand. Uh, uh, it's a 266 uh, Worldcat. It's okay. a baby blue Worldcat. It's, mm-hmm. uh, I got it all, you know, all the electronics. We got the Seymour mapping. Uh, you know, got the Garmin. Uh, I, I pretty much got it, you know, fish to how I like rod holders all along the boat. It's very comfortable. It's got close to a nine-foot beam from the back of the bow all the way up to the stern. I mean, from the from the back all the way to the front. Uh, so you got all that extra room, basically, to, you know, for, for the client to be comfortable. Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, to book and you. And loud not... music. And loud music. <laughs> uh, oh, dude, you are jamming some fine tunes in that boat, man, let me tell you. But the fish on your boat, so what's the best way? I know you're reaching out on social platforms. Uh, call you, email you. What's the best way, Danny? Yeah, well, right now uh, we do. Uh, I got the Instagram, which is Blue Dream Fishing underscore. Uh, also, I got Facebook, uh, Facebook Blue Dream Fishing. Uh, we just launched uh, um, the YouTube channel, which I'm going to start putting on how-to videos. You're going to see some, you know, action-packed uh, as far as uh, 
also have some fish, maybe some tips on, on what times to go out and so forth. Uh, I also got the website where it's bluejeanfishing.com. You can go there, book your trip. Uh, I also have a chat box there on the website. So if you have any questions about any of the charters or when to go out or anything like that, you can go ahead and just, you know, chat with me there. Uh, and uh, basically, yeah, I'm all set up on all the platforms, so you can uh, reach out to me any way you can. I can I can drop into some of the comments, too, as well. If anybody wants to reach out to me, I'll be happy to answer any questions. Well, Danny, you're a regular on the show. Joe, you're a regular on the show now, so uh, you two regulars, thank you guys uh, for Danny, a thank phenomenal you. morning. Nice meeting you, Joe, yeah. Yeah, yeah you too, Danny. And real quick, too, I, I like what you said about uh, with the Wahoo, how if you get one, you go right back and do the same, you know, stay in that area because – you know, I know for a fact that a lot of these, at least in Pompano, uh, when we are catching Wahoo, yep. I mean, there are schools that are just hundreds, wow. hundreds. And it's and wow. it's interesting because they kind of swim still, like they stand still. You would think that they're pelagics right. and they're yeah. darting all over the place. But, nah, they're when no. they're in that spot, they're there, man. That's a magic spot. Yeah, they're it's, there. It's pretty man. much, yeah, it's on point where you catch one and you turn around and you see your mark where you caught that. And you'll see the rod, boom, go off yep. again. And it's just like coming back. And it, it's just crazy how in that same spot, they're just hanging out. So you yep. always don't want to just catch one and keep going. Yep. Go back because there's going to possibly be, I would say, a good 80%. There might be another one in there. Yep, I agree. Daddy, you've been great, my friend. Have a yeah. fine morning. Thanks for waking up and uh, talking fishing with Likewise. us. We love you on the program. I love fishing on your boat. My plan is to get you and uh, Joe uh, and me together. And get this man the Wahoo he wants, okay, or three. Let's do it. Ooh. Right. Yeah, man, we look forward to that, man. We'll definitely have a great time, and we'll, and we'll get tight on some fish, absolutely. You're the man. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks. Danny. Right, you guys have a good one. Thank you. Appreciate it. I meant to say something to you, my friend. Not only is your your first debut co-hosting official day here, mm-hmm. didn't you and Maria have an anniversary, I believe, yesterday? Yes. Yeah. You did, didn't Ten you? Ten years. Ten years she put yeah. up with you. I mean, no, she loves you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm a I'm a lucky guy. I uh you know, it's it's been phenomenal and uh the ride has been awesome and and she's de- we're definitely a yin and yang, you yeah, know. We yeah. we've built our businesses together. Uh we've built our life together. Uh and we had a beautiful little girl. She's watching the show on the Facebook stream, so I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh-oh. I want you to say the nicest, most loving thing to your bride right now. Maria, I love you. You can't do better than that, brother. <laughs> can't top that. <laughs> you can't top that, right? On that note, take a little break. Special guest with Joe Hector coming up next. Gentleman named Sean. I don't know the whole story behind it. Surprise me when he comes back. All sure. Right? All right. All right. I got my new special watch on. It gives me the right time. I'm usually screwing it up, man. 643 at 940 wins, Miami Sports. The Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. I want to go fishing. Powered by Mercury Marine. I don't ever want to stop. With your fishing buddy, Eric Brandon. Brought to you by Gus Machado Ford, where you can find the truck for your boating needs. Anything you know about fishing or boating, troll us at 866-801-0940. Holy cow, this is more serious than I thought. The Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Thank you, Gus Machado and Mercury Marine. Call 866-801-0940. Right to the talk of, man, like back in the old magic days, man. Talking right up to the first word there, Joe. Yes. Welcome back to the show, Nautical Ventures Week, the fisherman program going on. Welcoming Joe Hector as his first official day as the new co-host of the program. Joe, you've been so well received, my brother. Yeah. People are loving you on the show. I'm loving you. We've been friends for a long time. 
Yes, we have. And you're just one badass kayak man, for Thank sure. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Now, speaking of kayaking, you've got a special guest. He's on line number one. Yep. Uh, introduce him for us and talk about it a little bit. Sure. we got Sean Rolls calling in, and uh, I, I would say that he's probably one of the top anglers uh, that I've ever met, and he does everything. He fishes on boats. He fishes in tournaments. He fishes on a kayak. Uh-huh. Uh, and how I met Sean was he fished uh, my events uh, recently, I think the past like three or four. Mm-hmm. And last year, he won the whole 2019 series. So he is a phenomenal wow. angler. Uh, you can find him on Facebook, Sean Rolls, and you could see a, a bunch of his amazing catches. So uh, bring them all, man. Yeah. So <laughs> Sean, good morning, my friend. How are you? Good morning, guys. How you doing? Dude, Joe just gave me the rundown on your background. What have you not done? <laughs> God, I mean, you've done uh, everything, man, my friend. I, I try to do a little bit of everything, especially down here in South Florida. It's the best part about it. Even when it's blowing, you can still get out and go fishing. Yeah, man. So, Sean, um, tell us about pretty much like your all-around fishing experience since you've been here in Florida and, uh, you know, just your top catches and what you've done, man. Yeah, so I, I moved down here and actually had a boat and, you know, life got in the way and had to get rid of that. <laughs> so I uh, turned to kayak fishing to find a way to get out there and go fishing. And I expected to catch fish, but I didn't see it turning into me fishing tournaments. I'm actually sponsored by Nautical Ventures. I have a brand new Hobie kayak. Outstanding. Uh, last couple of weeks alone, I caught a 45-pound Wahoo, sailfish, 11-pound mutton. On the kayak. It's, uh on the kayak. My man. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, so with the Wahoo, tell us about that. Uh, that was uh, three weeks ago Friday, right before the new moon. Right. It was kind of stormy out there, but the ocean was still flat. And I wanted to stay out and just wait for that tide to change because I knew that was going to be the time. Sure. And like clockwork, at 8 o'clock in the morning, after the slack tide, it hit. And those, like you were saying earlier, with the Wahoo stacking up, there was a boat right next to me. They caught one also, about the same size and everything. So that's a, I'm kind of like Joe with this. That's my dream fish. That's what I like to target. <laughs> that's great. Is there, a, is there a dream bucket list fish, Sean, you have not caught yet that you really are, you got to do before you pass on in this next life of ours? Uh, i got to say for the year, I'm going for a big grouper and a okay. big cobia. Okay. What about swordfish, right. man? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's kind of, I'm kind of a purist when it comes to that with what? the kayak thing. If, if I caught a swordfish off the kayak, it would have to be self-driven out there. I don't want to go on a mothership or anything like that. So I love that's probably it. not really an option for me. But I see, like that is Sean right there. But I can't fathom Joe catching, let's say, a 500-pound swordfish on a kayak. Is that even possible, man? Yes. yes. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're not going to capsize or tip I or mean, anything. No, I mean the beauty. The beauty of these kayaks now, and I, I think Sean would agree. They're they're designed uh, for these type of battles. Yeah. Um, and especially over the years, like when I first started doing the tournaments back in you know 2010. Right. Uh, it, it was a it was a different world. Right. Uh, you know, you used to see oceans and Malibus. You know, now you see the Hobies, and they're decked out with downriggers, outriggers, uh, turbo fins. You know, it's it's like riding a bike. Right. Um, so, I mean, Sean, what what would you say? Like, I mean, these it's totally different world now, right? Oh yeah, it, it's amazing. I mean, I started out similar to Joe. I was on a Hobie Quest, a paddle kayak, and I mean, now I had the new 360 model. I can literally go in circles with it. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. uh, just by turning a handle. Sure. The fish, fishability of it is just amazing compared to what it used to be. Awesome. So, Sean, and are you more too. of a are you are you more of a fan of the kayak thing versus the powerboat fishing? I mean, have you become a dedicated true uh, kayak you know, man? I've done them both. It, okay. It's a little different. Um, like I think it was Bouncer them. They were talking earlier. Uh, I'd rather go over here and rather turn the boat this way. And so you don't have any of that. It's it's all your choice, all your decisions. So if you don't catch fish, it's your fault. If you do catch fish, it's your fault too. So <laughs> it's all on you, I'm brother. On you, man. That's right. Yeah. All right, Sean, what's your next game plan? You fishing uh, Joe's next tournament coming up or what? I'm definitely going to fish this next tournament coming up. Uh, me and my buddy, we actually entered a boat tournament coming up this weekend. Okay. Next weekend, actually, if the weather holds. Uh, looks like we might clear up by then and uh, then get ready for Joe's tournament. I try to get ready a couple months ahead of time. I have all my stuff rigged and ready to go. Sweet, man. Well, Joe, I mean, uh, Sean, we're a great fan of you. Any friend of Joe is a friend of mine. So uh, great props on your success in the back, back winning that big tournament and all the fish you've caught. Uh, I know you're a Wahoo fan like we all are, so that's great to hear. And uh, any final words, uh, Joe? Yeah, Sean, I, I, the tournament you're fishing uh, before mine coming up, that's on a boat, right? Yeah, it's on Eric's boat we just picked up this week. Okay, great, great. Awesome. Well, you know what? Um, give us a, uh, you know, after that tournament, we should definitely try to have you back on the show, and and uh, we'll see how you did. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. And are you are you fishing this weekend? Uh, I went out yesterday around a couple local spots, doing some uh, got some peacock bass and snakeheads. Nice. And uh, if we get a little weather window here today, I'm definitely going to pop out. Was that our spot? Uh, yes. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> our spots. Um, yeah. yeah. Way, way, way in Miami. Don't somewhere. give away the secret <laughs> spot, yeah, really Joe. Far away. <laughs> really far away. Hey, so. Sean, thanks so much, my friend. we got to rock and roll, man. Have a great weekend. All right, stay dry. All right, stay thank safe. you. All See right. you, bud. Uh, special shout-out to Joe Johnson, who's the man who puts all these elements together for the show. They sure. call him the top of the hour ID. You're listening to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. That guy right there. I uh, want to say welcome to the show. He wants to give you some big shouts uh, from him to you because he's a big fan of yours as well. Oh, thank you and so He's much. actually writing some copy. We're actually developing what your new intro is going to be. I'm not cool. sure we're going to call you the Macho Man mm. Kayak King. Macho Man. Oh, uh, the Bionic uh, Fishing Guy. I don't know. Whatever name you want us to call you. Okay. okay. Just not Macho Man. No, whatever, man. Come up with your own handle, all right? <laughs> yeah. And, and Joe will mix it down for you, and it'll be spectacular. All awesome. Right? That'd be all great. Right. If take a little break, we'll check with the Keys Action with Richard Stanzi coming up next on the Big Time Show, 654 and 940 Wins Miami Sports. You're listening to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. I know everybody says money can't buy happiness, but it can buy me a boat. Powered by Mercury Marine. It can buy me a truck. Brought to you by Gus Machado Ford, where you can find the truck for your boating needs. Call the fishing pro, Eric Brandon. In fact, drop him a line at 866-801-0940. You're hooked into the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. No, 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 no. Rock this baby, baby, Saturday morning. Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. That first hour flew by. Man, holy mackerel. Our debut show welcoming new co-host, Joe Hector, to the show. It's been a smoking program, Joe. It's been awesome, man. Seamless, my brother. Oh, it's a blast. I love this. I'm on a Facebook stream. I'm looking at a couple of names here. Sure. I see one name here. It looks very Italian. Vito Pescal... I don't even say it to me. Can you read that uh, name? 
Pat Pasto Gruta. Pasto Gruta. Pasto Gruta. Someone named Joanne. Joanne Hector's watching. That's my mom. Hey, mom. Good morning to you. Hi, mom. <laughs> He's been a good boy, by the way, mom. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Meantime, we're going out to the Keys. It's always a, a normal, beautiful morning in Alamorada, Florida. Bud and Mary's. I'm not sure what this weather today. What it looks like. Richard Stanzig, my friend, uh, ugly, fugly, or rank, or what? What do you think? Oh, he's not on the phone yet. But I'm assuming right now with this weather front coming through, I haven't looked at the radar map yet, but I'm assuming. Radar Thank you, Gray. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming. I looked at the Weather Channel's map this morning. Right. And they have that big red cone, which I can't stand. Yeah. That TV forecast is called the Cone of Concern. Sure. I wish they would stop doing that because it caused massive panic. It's a tropical depression, man, I right? Agree. Uh, I agree. Whatever. You're depressing tro- me. Is it a tropical storm yet or a tropical depression? Working on a tropical storm, possibly. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the problem with that is a lot of people, especially here in South Florida, our yeah. businesses rely on weather yeah. for the most part. Exactly. So you put this this stupid cone up, yeah. and you're just like, well, this could happen. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, 90% of the people are like, oh, my God, ah. Yeah. I think it's kind of a racket for people to be driven to Publix and Home Depot. Yes, <laughs> that's I what agree. I'm thinking. There's an inside thing going on, dude. This cone is brought to you by by Home Depot or Publix. Okay, get, get your supplies now. <laughs> there you go, Jerry. Thinking out of the box again, man. Richard Stanzig's back online one as he should be. Richard, my friend, good morning to you. Eric, Steve, good morning. Oh, wait a second. I understand Steve is not there. So, Eric, uh, and Joe, good morning and uh, good morning to the new gentleman. How you doing? His name is Joe. Nice to you? meet you. Okay, Joe. It's a pleasure. Uh, yes. In the day of COVID, this is a safe way to meet. <laughs> so, uh, Well, Richard, I'm, I'm wondering how the weather looks uh, in Isla Morata because it's very cloudy, windy as hell over here in South Florida. Well, uh, you know, weather's been a big issue over these last few months. Um, I'm certainly never going to complain about not having enough rain again, which we often do here in the Keys most right. winters. Right. And we got a lot of rain coming. You know, this the the, the thing is interesting because the, the low pressure center, uh, basically most of the weather is way, way, way to the north and to the east of it. So you guys are going to get a lot. We're going to get a lot. The good news is I hope the winds are going to stay down. So that's uh, pretty much story on the weather and pretty much the story of what I got to talk about this week. Um, so uh, I will talk a little bit about fishing. Uh, I can tell you early in the week. Uh, and, you know, last and last yesterday, actually, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a few boats did get out, but this is kind of our off season. So, you know, let me, uh, I was going to mention a little bit about sword fishing, but we had absolutely no sword fish reports because of the winds, seas, and rain. Uh, so let me talk about what did go on, and that basically took place along the reef line. And, you know, this is a time of the year where these uh, northeast winds, which uh, we've you know, been having and are going to continue to have, actually, that kind of helps us. Uh, I think it really drives a lot of the bait that uh, you see moving down the shorelines, especially you'll see it before we will. I think you have been seeing some of it, but our bait is really starting to show up there now. Yeah. So, uh, again, unless the boat's fishing that reason, Calex, uh, with Captain Alex Adler, uh, we call him Steady Alex. You know, just thinking about it, uh, Alex has actually fished at uh, Bud and Mary's for over 50 years, and the kid's only 62. It tells you how old he was when he started. But, uh, <laughs> you know, he had a couple of nice racks of fish. He did He did really. He uh he saw some big yellowtails up there, uh, some of which he was catching on live pilchers, and those are real monster yellowtails. They come from a little deeper water, by the way. That's usually out in about 90 feet. Uh, he had some nice muttons. He had yellow uh, yellowtails. He had small kingfish this week. Uh, look for the kingfishing to improve, and I'll tell you why in a minute. Uh, but he pent the rod really good. I think he fished a total of three days, which was a lot given the weather all week long. 
My brother on the Catch-22 was out yesterday. I think that was the only day he fished this week. But uh, it was interesting with him. He was sail fishing and never caught one, which is rare for him. But what he did catch were 20 giant bonitas while he was looking for the sailfish. And, you know, I've been doing this a while myself, so I can tell you, when you see those bonitas migrating through as they are right now, especially these big ones, the sailfish are not far behind, mm-hmm. and the kingfish will come as well. You know, kingfishing over the years has been much overfished by the netters and commercial guys, and, you know, we're just starting yeah. to see occasional uh, rebound to that fishery, which uh, you know, I'm happy to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't think they're great eating value. Of course, smoke they really are, but they can certainly scream your drags on those light spinning rods when they get bigger. So basically, again, a lot of bait on the reef showing up. The weather going to be a complete washout from here until probably Tuesday or Wednesday. But uh, I really do look for fishing uh, to really improve after this system gets through. I'm looking out there, you know, my crystal ball and looking at a lot of northeast winds, which is normally what we have. You know, this time of year, what we need to get into that full fall swing, you know, you know early winter type of thing. You know, out in the backcountry, as you know, we got about 20 guys, maybe more now. You know, there's fish out there, and, boy, they were really shut down. The backcountry does not handle a lot of wind well, unfortunately, because of grass die off and what you have back there, which is basically the damage that's been done over these years to our habitat. Mm-hmm. When the wind blows, especially out of the south, it turns the place into a complete muddy mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are things you can do. You can get back in the creeks and what have you, and some of the boats did that. Uh, you can get to areas where they're not as affected as badly, like up towards Flamingo. It's a lot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, the only re- reports I got come from last month, my son, Captain Rick Stancic, and I, I sent you a couple of nice pictures of you big sure snook. Yeah, those were nice ones that he caught. He had a, a lot of smaller fish along the shorelines. He had a lot of redfish along the shorelines as well. He did fish yesterday, uh, and yesterday he went out. As a matter of fact, he did a YouTube show, uh, and he, which he rarely does this. He fished for mangrove snappers, and I, I like to mention that fish because that's one of the fish that, because of bag limits and size limits, has really held up. As a matter of fact, that fishing in the bay probably is as good as it ever was. Uh, a couple little tricks, uh, you know, it's, it, there's so many of them, it's hard to catch the big ones because you'll throw your bait in the water and the little ones beat you, you know, beat the fish to the bait. Big yeah. ones never get it. But what he did yesterday, he took uh, netted some live mullet, chunked them up, and big chunks of mullet dripped them back there, and he caught some slammer mangrove snappers. <sighs> then he went ahead and uh, brought in some friends, and they did a, because he does this catch and cook, you know, like Nicholas does. Mm-hmm. And uh, they made, uh, what was it, mangrove snapper ceviche, which Ooh. if you guys watch his channel, wow. the Bud Mary's channel, that's, that's you know, on YouTube, uh, you'll, you'll see some of the cooking. And let me mention Nick's channel. I should do that. Uh, Stan's fam, uh, mm-hmm. all Nick fishes for basically is swordfish pretty much. But uh, he has a lot of good stuff on there. He does a lot of cooking segments as well. So we've got two YouTube channels going down here, which... Whoever dreamt, uh, you know, when I started fishing 70-some years ago, I'd be uh, involved in making YouTube films, but every once in a while they let me on there, you know, the old guys. So, uh, like I said, guys, uh, weather is really the story, keeping our fingers crossed that uh, we don't have a blow-up in intensity of this darn thing. You know, it's a funny story. The worst storm to ever hit the Keys was in 1935 when it come off Andros. Mm-hmm. It was blowing 90. When it hit here, it was over 200. Oh, wow. So, uh, wow. Yeah, you, you can't trust these things. You really can't. That's for of course, sure. uh, you know, where Bud Mary's is situated, if we, if we don't move our boats out of there uh, and something like that were to happen, we're going to be in big trouble. So keep your fingers crossed, or maybe better yet, maybe a prayer might work here. But anyway, uh, Eric, that's about, you know, really all I have to talk about. 
Well, Richard, that was pretty darn good, despite the fact there's been not a lot going on. So uh, sure. nice report as always, Richard. I love the photos you sent. We put those on the Facebook stream. You look great with that fly rod in your hand and a big old snook uh, between both hands. Big monster fish he is. I've been watching uh, Nick Stan's fam uh, feeds. I just saw one on the Cubera, tra- uh, Cubera snapper trip he took using live lobsters. He caught some beast, Joe. Oh, Those fish get huge, by the way. I never some, caught one. They got some ugly teeth on them, man. Oh, ugly, my. beautiful. Yeah, man. They, I love it. It's like a dinosaur. It's you know? like a dinosaur. Yeah, see, man. man. So great stuff, Richard. Have a great weekend, my friend. Thanks for waking up and uh, spreading the word about the keys, my friend. Thanks, Richard. Nice meeting you. Talking right. to you. All righty. It's a pleasure, guys. As usual, thank you for allowing me to put the word out on the fabulous Florida Keys fishing scene. You Stay got it. Stay safe. It's time to make somebody a winner, Joe, on the show every weekend. Thanks to our great friends at Starbright for giving us this big bucket of Starbright Boat Care Solution products, Boat Wash. Nice. You've got uh, Deck Cleaner. You've got, what else over here? we got this uh, Deck Wax. you got something over there. Yeah. Uh, right now, by the way, if you uh, go by Nautical Ventures, Dania Beach, West Palm Beach, you buy the, uh, let me see what we got here. This is the Hull Cleaner. You get the Deck Wax for free. It's a BOGO. That's a $20 value, I might add, okay? Okay. So, to win this bucket of goodies, I'm going to ask you a kayak question. Very Uh-oh. simple, okay? This is really simple stuff, okay? I'm right. worried here. Now, don't worry about this, knucklehead, okay? We've got to figure it out here. It's okay? Mr. Knucklehead to you. Mr. Knucklehead, okay? When you're in a kayak, Joe, right. what is the device called that makes the boat go right or left? Or what do you steer with? What is that device called? Don't give out the answer, obviously. We're asking the audience, okay? Can't that depend on what kind of kayak it is, though? Don't Mr. don't, don't uh-huh. get involved in the question, okay? Uh-huh. Okay, just leave it simple, dude. Okay. It's a, it's a, I, I it's see problems. It's I one word. Here. I do it's, too. It's I one see problems. word. <laughs> no, your man already says there's problems Be, here. Uh, there's problems. Shut off your mic, okay? Here's the deal. It's one word, okay? Okay. I'll, I'll tell you what that is. Joe knows what it is. Eight six six. Hope I know what it is. Eight zero one. Maybe I asked the question wrong. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. We'll get a lucky guess. 866-801-0940. 866-801-0940. Call down and win. And 940 wins Miami Sports. Do it now. Wake up. Wake up, friend. Wake up. I want to wake up. I woke up this morning, baby. baby. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up to the sound of music. Wake up, Mr. Sleepyhead. You're waking up to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show with expert troller Eric Brandon. I can't function without my coffee. Powered by Mercury Marine. Coffee is ready, sir. And brought to you by Gus Machado Ford, where you can find the truck for your boating needs. To talk to fellow fishing fans, call 866-801-0940 to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. We know Joe Hector likes his rock and roll, man, so everything on this show coming back out of the break is going to be a little rock in your sock. Love it, man. So now... Back to this controversial question. I'll be getting heat on from that knucklehead behind the wall. Well, I'm keeping it clean, <laughs> man. Mr. I'm Mr. trying to stop any litigation here. Yeah, okay? Dabba, 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 whatever, man. Okay. <laughs> the question was again. But I'm right. I'm sorry. Wanna, you're wrong. Would you I'm go right. away? Let me get the damn question out, okay? Again, on a kayak, what is the device called that actually steers the kayak, okay? You can misconstrue this, but Doug no, 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 no. on line one knows what the answer is. Doug, my friend, good morning to you, my friend. What's the answer, please? Good morning, Eric. How are you? Uh, the answer is rudder. 
Boom. Thank you. He got it. Rudder. All I right. told you. Yeah, well, you you were you were giving me some stuff with gray, man, as well, dude. Oh, man. But the answer is rudder, okay? And I'm so glad, Doug, you're on my page, not his right now, okay? And you have won a Starbright Boat Care product. It's a bucket of good stuff here, man. Do you own a boat? Are you a boating kind of guy, or what are you, Doug? Uh, I used to be. Okay. Not so much anymore. I, I no longer own a boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I get my fishing fix. During your show every week. Oh, outstanding. That's awesome. Thank you so very, very much. You're a fishing fan. You fish as often as you can. You like uh, offshore, backcountry, freshwater. What kind of fishing do you do? Um, basically, uh, freshwater fishermen. Okay. And well. I love catching the bass and the peacocks So uh, and those nasty little snakeheads. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kill them and eat them, man, for sure. But, hey, Doug, congratulations to you, my friend. Uh, by the way, you can use Starbright products on your car, yeah, on your golf cart, whatever else. It's got many applications, Joe, as sure. you probably know, right? Mm-hmm. So, All right. So, Doug, we'll get your information, and I'll get you over to Article Ventures this week. Pick up your bucket of goods, and uh, thanks so much for being on the program. Doug, quick question. What's your biggest peacock? Uh, six pounds. Nice. That's a fatty, man. That is a big That's one. a big peacock, brother. I've caught many. That's that a big is, fish. That's a nice peacock. Congratulations, Doug. You're an accomplished fisherman, and you know your kayaks, bro, better than I thought you did. So thanks very, very much with the answer, rudder. <laughs> thanks, buddy. I think we have a captain holding on line number two. Am I right there, Eric? Is he ready to roll? All right. Chris Lemieux, my friend, I feel bad for you, number one, because all our caps are being strapped by this damn weather front coming yep. through, which is causing them to have cancellations or whatever else, but... Chris, how you doing, my friend? Oh, doing good. It'd be better if the wind and the waves would slow down a little bit. But, listen, we can't complain or can't change Mother Nature. So we're just going to watch it blow and watch the waves get bigger and bigger. <laughs> it seems <laughs> <Pretty> like. <much. laughs> yeah. Did you have any chance to fish uh, uh, prior to this front coming through at all, Chris? Uh, you have a few, uh, any, any, any good days at all? Um, yeah, I did fish earlier this week. Well, I guess Sunday after I talked to you guys last week. Um it was uh, it was pretty good. The fishing was good. We had I think half a dozen dolphins uh, and some couple black small black fins, stuff like that. Um, and then it just started blowing and hasn't stopped. You know, I'm sure there was a couple days there where, you know, if you had the right crew or something like that, you probably could have snuck out as probably only four to six instead of six to eight. But, only four um, to six. Me personally. Yeah, well, I've been do- I've been doing this way too long. I mean, there's a couple guys that went out. I know a buddy of mine that fishes a lot of the sailfish tournaments went out yesterday. Um, said it was all a four to six, you know, a little bit bigger. Some of them, and uh, they didn't really do as good as you know expected. I thought they would crush it. I think they only had one sailfish and a couple dolphin there. Um, you know, considering all this east wind we had, I just right. thought it would be a lot better. So, um, you know, if you want to grin and bear it and go out, I guess you you can. Will you die? Probably not. But I don't know about you, but my my, my bones are getting my bones and muscles are getting a little older, and uh, it is definitely it definitely hurts the next day after fishing on a day like that. So, Chris, how old are you, um, man? Thirty-seven. 
Whoa. Don't be telling me that your bones are hurting at 37. We're the same age. I'm 60, I got knee problems, too. I'm 64 years yeah. old. I'm still out there battling the wind and waves and, and those damn Aberjacks, okay? So don't even go there yet, guys, about having I'm telling pains, you, man. man okay? I mean, 37 is yeah, like the new the 67. Years, man. Yeah. I've been commercial fishing and charter fishing my whole life, basically, since I was 14. So yeah. my body's breaking down more, you know, faster than the average bear, I would say. So. <laughs> Well, Chris, you're also a firefighter. You're at the fire station this weekend? I am. I am. Today I am here watching it blow. Um, I was supposed to be booked all day tomorrow. uh, And uh, now I just decided, uh, talking to my wife, I'm going, I'm leaving. I'm going hunting. I'm leaving. I said, screw it. If I'm not fishing all week and uh, and it's going to be blowing, I'm just going to go up to my hunt camp and on a couple deer that I've had in, in uh, on my site, so nice. hopefully they're starting to rut. That's really so, funny, Joe. But, Most of our captains who fish are also very avid hunters, sure. which I didn't realize. That yeah. Most of these guys are also bang-banging out there if they're not fishing. So, mm-hmm. And most of these guys are shooting uh, with deer and hog and whatever else and bringing yep. back some good eats. I love some backstrap, man. That's some good eating food to me, boy. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying, uh, Chris? Yeah. Hint, hint, hint. Oh, yeah. You know definitely, what I mean? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. You know, you'd have to fight my wife for that one because my wife's <laughs> like, yeah, she could, you know, she she likes all the ground and the hams and all the other stuff, but backstrap's her favorite. She, she uh, she's definitely a fan of that, so you can't the, blame her. I figured the firefighters would be spoiled rotten by you bringing back some fresh game to cook up for the crew, man. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, right? yeah. Always. Always, yeah. These guys get spoiled. I've actually smoked some uh, kingfish and dolphin uh, earlier this week that I'm going to make uh, fish dip out of today. Nice. So these guys are going to reap the benefits of that. Nice. So, so but, uh, I was uh, talking to Joe about this as well. Uh, a lot of our captains were asking this question too this morning. After the storm passes, uh, Chris, will fishing be uh, on fire because nobody's been fishing for a while? Fish aren't stressed. There's more debris in the water. What's what's the after effect normally? Um, I don't really believe in the stress too much and like the boats not being out there i just think this weather especially being as rough as it is especially with the bottom fishing um will be on fire uh generally we, the mutton snapper some of the groupers will move in um up on top of the reef or on the inside ledge edge of the reef there um even lobsters if you're a diver lobsters might be walking you know instead of it being in the 60 80 foot reefs they'll be in the 20 to you know 40 foot reefs um and it just everything's good there's big muttons big mangroves big grouper um generally the mahi show up and they're 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 within that you know three miles of the four miles of the beach and you know which is good for boat guys we don't have to run far it's good for the kayak guys like joey you know these guys could be out there and once we get a weather window which i don't looking at the extended forecast i haven't seen any uh any improvement lately but uh you know it's just it is what it is, and it seems like we always get a little blow in October, but it seems like it's been a little extended this year. But, yeah, the fishing's going to be really good once we can get out there. Um, you know, anything. You just drift live, live bait, dead sardines on the bottom, and I guarantee you'll catch a nice snapper and bottom dwellers. Yeah, I mean, up. what's what's interesting about what you said about the bottom fishing, Years ago, I remember when I my first, I think, like few years here, mm-hmm. uh, I forget what hurricane it was. It was the bad one though that went over. Andrew? Uh, no, 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 not that long. Okay, ago. this was like Wilma, I think. Was it Wilma? It could have been. Anyway, yeah. long story short, yeah, Wilma. Uh, 
I went out to the beach yep. that day because a buddy of mine texted me and said, Joe, you got you to gotta come out. and right. I'm catching muttons off the beach. Off the beach. I went to the beach, yeah, the beach that day. Oh, wow. just wait. I got pictures and everything. We were catching muttons, keeper muttons, like nonstop, every off cast. The, off the we beach. Were using, we were using cut ballyhoo. Off the beach, Off man. the beach. That's and insane, then when we walked man. over to the inlet, we were catching them off the inlet. Wow. I guess because yeah. of everything getting stirred up, they were confused. Uh, yep. I, I don't know what it was, but, I mean, it was – phenomenal that's really i will neat. never forget that that is neat joe yeah yeah, yeah. well yeah i was actually is. commercial fishing at the time and uh same thing yep those muttons get pushed into the inlet yeah, and they'll be right there in the sand which is cool and um we went out and caught the muttons really really good after one almost same thing we just anchored up literally right off the north jetty of point inlet and just catch them as fast as you can get a bait out yeah it was wilma i think then yeah definitely yeah. so yeah you beach guys you beach fishermen after this yeah try it I mean, you, I can yep. see the beaches flooded today, man. Okay, after your rap about the muttons out there. Oh so, boy, okay. what I do! <laughs> and they're gonna go and do your thing at the uh, fire station, though. But Chris, thanks so much, brother, man. Hopefully, things will settle down and you get back and get your clients out there and do what you do best, and that's catch fish, my friend. Thanks, Chris. For sure. All right. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Have a great day. We're you taking too. a little break here, but I will tell you this: a few things on the uh, Facebook stream. Um, Joanne Hector says Joe's thirty-eight. LOL. My mom Joe. always says I'm two years older than what okay. I am. I thought my mom My mom always tells people, my 40-year-old son. And I'm like, <laughs> why do you uh, say that? But let me change it to something different. Maria Hector says, I love you too. Oh. She heard your little love thing, man. So this is just a big love fest. It's a, today, it's a love fest. It's a you love know? fest, I'm just, man. I'm feeling it. I'm it, feeling can the Can you love. feel the love, man? All right, take a little break. We'll see what the lovely forecast from Jennifer Gray Warren is going to be. We'll check back with Boucher Smith. And coming up, by the way, 10, I should have brought this up earlier, Pat Utter from Shenanigans has got a phenomenal fish dish standing by, and you're going to love it. Oh, All right, tasty, man. Come right back to you. 726, 940 wins Miami Sports. Day fishing's a beautiful day. Now back to the Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show, powered by Mercury Marine, and brought to you by Gus Machado Ford, where you can find the truck for your boating needs. Now, here's your fishing buddy, Eric Brandon. Yeah, that was a bad self. Uh, uh, uh. Hey, 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 Joe! Welcome to the show. Thank you for inviting me here. Uh, uh, uh. Here we go now. Bad self. We're doing a little rap here going on, man. Get down with it, bad self, this uh, time of the day. Who could think we could do that, man? Uh, hey, we're, we're rapping. <laughs> Again, folks, Joe Hector's a new co-host of the show. It's been a fun already hour and a half, Joe. It's flown by, dude. Flying, man. Unbelievably quick. I love it. I mean, this is, it's fun, I was man. telling you before, I, yeah. for me, this is, this this is, is fun when I do my podcasts, yeah. all that. It's, I have a good time with it. It's so. not work. It's just fun, man. It's fun. Now, I'm watching the other channel's feed, and they've got this big red cone, okay? So I can truly say that Florida is definitely a red state. Just saying. Okay. I agree. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk to our good friend Jennifer Gray Warren. We uh, missed you the last couple of weekends. Jen, uh, the word rank definitely applies to the forecast we're having now, my friend. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, sorry to be the bearer of bad news. You guys are having some really crummy weather. Um, this ADA is not going to help you any either. Ugh. Is it pronounced ADA or ETA? 
<laughs> Ada. Estimated time of arrival, Ada's man. ETA. Yeah, whatever. It's very confusing. Thank you. So what's causing this whole damn thing going on? What, just another one of our typical South Florida fronts coming through and, and tropical storms, whatever? Well, you've had like a mixture. You guys have had really breezy conditions uh, recently. Um, that's separate from Ada. Ada is going to strengthen, re-strengthen into a tropical storm later today, mm-hmm. cross over Cuba, and then inch its way closer to South Florida, More probably cross over the Keys, the Upper Keys, Middle Keys, mm-hmm. um, on Monday afternoon. But your conditions will be crummy any time from today all the way through when this thing passes. Um, you're going to have extremely... Uh, gusty winds you're going to have of course the rip currents the coastal flooding you're going to have torrential rains i mean this storm could bring anywhere from five to ten inches of rain to south florida over the next couple of days so it is just going to be a big rainy mess uh and pretty miserable uh unfortunately for the next couple of days i think by tuesday you'll start to see the conditions improve i can see a hallmark card writer who's uh, been hired to write like really nasty cards Write something and give us to the one you don't like. Like you suck as bad as South Florida weather. Yeah. Okay. This is, this, don't uh, love you. <laughs> I said every word I could think of besides your weather is really going to suck. <laughs> uh, well, Jen. So our cabins are affected by this weather. How many days ahead will they probably not be able to get offshore and fish? Do you think? Um, I think they'll finally be able to get offshore again by Tuesday. By Tuesday. Okay. Good. That's, that's I mean, yeah. that's not so, terrible. Not bad, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys are able to reach the West Coast, but the West Coast is going to be crumbing all the way through the end of the week. Um, but the East Coast should be in the clear by Tuesday. Well, Jen, we've had just a, a lot of rain. Outside of the fronts coming through, Joe, you've seen at your house, whatever else. We have rain every day. Sure. Are we way above our normal rainfall amount normally for this time of the year, Jen? Yeah, you guys are. I mean, you. this is typically your dry season, as all of you guys know. So um, you're seeing an abnormal amount of rain. You're, <clears throat> you're, much, excuse me, you're much wetter than you should be this time of year. And it's funny because just on the other side of the state, they're drier than they should be. Mm-hmm. So it's really been pinpointed a lot across South Florida and Southeast Florida is where a lot of this rain is. It's been a wild year for you guys. And you haven't even had any tropical systems. You know, normally that would be the driver for a lot of rain. You haven't even had that. So, um, yeah, it's been wet for you guys. You got any questions for the weather guru here, Joe? Well, you know what I was just thinking? Is the Dolphins game home? It's away. away. It's away. Oh, okay. Arizona. They're playing Arizona. You know, I love those, like, sloppy football games in the wet and the snow. Remember as a kid playing playing uh, football in that nasty, mushy, like oh, whatever field was great. nearby? Yeah. We get all muddy. That's fun stuff, I man. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Darn. Well, Jen, how is things in, in Atlanta? Have you had your first taste of any kind of uh, winter air yet? We have. We've got a couple mornings in the four, like low 40s, um, oh, but then it beautiful. just warms up super fast, so you're in the upper 60s, low 70s in the afternoon. We've really had some gorgeous weather the last couple of weeks, um, the cool mornings and nice warm afternoons. So it's really felt like fall around here, which is, has been fun. You know, you know what, Jen? Good. There's nothing like waking up early in the morning. Yeah. It's 40 degrees. Oh, yeah, man. You bring your hot coffee outside. Yep. 
You sit down, mm-hmm. you breathe in, and you got that like winter smell. Yeah. You know oh, that yeah. smell I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of yeah. smells like yeah. burning wood or something. Yeah, but it's, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that <laughs> is just. About that smell. Yeah, that's that's it's heaven. Good to smell it. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Or mm. have a little fire in the morning. It's yeah. just been it's been good. That's yeah. funny, Joe mentioned that winter smell. It's usually the smell of me burning bacon. But uh, outside of that, <laughs> I love the smell of winter, man. <laughs> oh, I love it. Jen, we love you to death. Thanks so much for taking the time to explain this cone of gloom and doom and uh, have a safe and wonderful weekend, okay? Yeah, thanks. You guys, too. Have a good you're, one. You're Thank you. Thank you, Jen. Better right. weather next week. You got it. Thanks yeah. so much. All right. He's back for round number two. The legend's back on the phone, I do believe. Captain Boucher Smith has been holding patiently. Cap, welcome back. It's good to be back, and i got to catch up on a couple of things. Mm-hmm. I missed Jimmy Carr's text before we went on the air at 6 o'clock, but he asked me to explain how you troll for groupers, the best planer setup. And uh, very briefly, uh, when you troll for groupers from now through the end of the year, usually in 15 to 35 feet of water. And most of the time we use a number four planer uh, on 65-pound braid. Mm -hmm. And then behind the planer we have 30 feet of uh, 100-pound fluorocarbon. And uh, my favorite is a yellow sea witch and a a a single-hook ballyhoo. Uh, You can also use any other color of sea witch. Or even a, a Japanese trolling feather mm-hmm. worked fine. But the uh, bottom line is it's some kind of a feather in a ballyhoo. And as you know, Eric, uh, you follow your Seymour map right along the edges of the reef. And when you get a strike, you don't stop the boat. And with a little bit of luck, you'll have grouper for dinner. And then the other important thing I had to make sure I didn't forget again was really, really big news. If you go to Amazon in their book section and you look for uh, Bouncer Smith, book number three is now available for electronic media and the print books are available for order and they'll be out in a couple of weeks. So we have book number three. And uh, this one here is more of a fish by fish a uh, little bit of knowledge on each kind of common fish in uh, South Florida and the Bahamas. So uh, more fun, more thoughts of Bouncer. So uh, add that to your Christmas list. Oh, wait, Captain, your third book, you're actually giving out all those secret GPS coordinates on all your favorite reefs, reefs and wrecks? I am giving out some of my Loran coordinates. Okay. And uh, also some of my sextant work, but... Uh, None of the GPS numbers, unfortunately. <laughs> Loran coordinates. Good luck on that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, any tip from Captain Bouncer is a great tip. And uh, this book series has been great, Joe. The Bouncer Smith Chronicles have been a very successful uh, release. Uh, the new number three, I had no idea it was out. Now I know yeah. there's more more to read. But, uh, Cap, we're going to miss you down here as far as fishing locally. I know you have a big move coming up uh, with the fam. But uh, we'll be definitely on the show next weekend in a whole new row at 645 talking about fishing tips, tackle tips, how to do things better, which is going to be invaluable to the audience, Joe. Now, I have a question for you, Captain Bouncer, if you don't mind, um, real quick. Um, when, you're, when you're targeting Peacock, right, and, and I have people ask me this all the time, right. I never do well with lures. 
and you said you were fly fishing for them. Uh, I've only caught mainly almost all my peacocks on live on live uh, shiners. Um, what would you say if you're gonna use a lure? Uh, what what are you looking for? Uh, for the most part, you want a uh, about a three or four inch uh, lip plug, like a Missouri crystal minnow or a X wrap. Uh, but you want three or four inches with a very small lip, and you want to work them very fast. Gotcha. Uh, very aggressive retrieve, and and I'm surprised you haven't had any luck with them because uh, um, never. Well, it's crazy. Brain yeah. priest. I I've almost never fished. I've only fished uh, signers once for peacock bass, and uh, I'm. Eric, help me out. The Alan Zaremba. Mm-hmm. Alan Zaremba throws uh, darts at you if you use live bait for uh, peacock bass. <laughs> I've gotten so, off the uh, live bait, man. I'm using a long, I'm, skinny plug with a little lip. I've got a little okay. lure. I've been using, You're using lures. I'm using lures. I use a, a one called the Live Target brand, which is like a small group of meadows encased in this clear acrylic. Right. They love it, man. And I've also been using a red and white quarter ounce jig. Fast retrieve, the peacock go nuts over, Joe. We'll talk about that after the show. I'll Definitely. get some lures, bro, okay? Yep. Let's do it. Cap, thanks so much for running late here. Uh, have a great time moving. I know it's not fun to say, but move uh, safely. And we'll catch you next weekend in a brand-new role on the show, as always. Thanks, Captain. Thanks. All right. Got to shut my, my flapper and make room for Pat Utter coming up next with a great Cook That Catch dish at 743. 940 wins Miami Sports. You found the secret spot to get your fishing in. The Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. I want to go fishing. Powered by Mercury Marine. I don't ever want to stop. With your fishing buddy, Eric Brandon. Brought to you by Gus Machado Ford, where you can find the truck for your boating needs. Anything you want to know about fishing or boating, troll us at 866-801-0940. Holy cow. This is more serious than I thought. The Nautical Ventures Weekly Fisherman Show. Thank you, Gus Machado and Mercury Marine. Call 866-801-0940. I love that intro, man. It calls me your fishing buddy. What kind of props is that for me with my fishing skills? I'm just a fishing buddy? (laughs) I didn't say anything great. Eric Brandon, the fishing buddy. Your fishing buddy. Your cane pole holding bank. Loser. Oh, that's great. Okay. Thank you very much. Can anyway. I pick a song for my intro? You can. What do you want, man? Guns N' Roses? I'm thinking Metallica? like... I'm thinking Shoot the Thrill. Shoot the Thrill. Yeah. We'll talk about that after the show, great. and you can pick your whole lineup, and, and Gray will have it ready for you, man. Awesome. He's yeah, the, we can do that. We can do that. We awesome. can do that. Okay. Meantime, I'm smelling something good coming out of that kitchen. It's got to be from Pat Utter at Shenanigans with our fish dish. Pat, my friend, good morning to you. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're doing good, Pat. It's a blustery. through it, right? It's a windy day, but uh, not going to stop the fish dish coming down from shenanigans. And we love you on the show. And what kind of surprise you got for us this weekend? Well, it's a pretty simple recipe. It's, we call it uh, pistachio crusted mahi mahi, but you can use any fish for it. Mm-hmm. And the ingredients are really, really simple. It's one half uh, cup of pistachios. You shell them. Of course, you get the shelled type, and you run it through your food processor, or I've seen guys use a coffee chopper or whatever you want to do. You chop up the nuts. Mm-hmm. Then you put another half a cup of breadcrumbs, so you have a 50-50 mix. You just dip it in a little bit of olive oil, very simple. In our case, we're taking it, and we're crusting it, and we're 
cooking it in a, a pan. But most people that start this out to just heat it up until 400 degrees. Make sure that you take it and you dip it in some olive oil, mm-hmm. a little bit of salt to taste. Then you put those nice crusted breadcrumbs and uh, pistachios on top, and you bake it in the oven uh, for about 15 minutes until it's nice and flaky. And uh, in our case, we're topping it with some mango salsa that we made up mm. and uh, serving it over some yellow rice with mm. garlic bread, and it's the special of the week. And we just simply call it pistachio-crusted fresh mahi-mahi. I'm expecting after the show, Pat, you're going to have a big run on pecan-crusted mahi-mahi at shenanigans, Pistachio. Man. Pistachio. Well, you can do pecans, too, if you want to. We're doing pistachios. Pistachios but, uh, is better, yeah. You could do pecans, too. All right. Um, the big thing that we came through, you know, that's kind of crazy is this time of year when it gets down to November and it cools off, we've got fantastic fresh uh, clams. I, I, that's a whole other aspect of the recipe that we have, and we're doing those with a... Uh, sautéed with olive oil and garlic and a little splash of white wine over a linguine and some casino. But the stellar selection of our fishing fish of the day is our pistachio-crusted mahi, and it's available at both locations of Shenanigans. Man, that sounds good, Joe. one in Dania and uh, Park Road in Sheridan. Joe likes to eat, so give him an extra large slice of pistachio-crusted mahi-mahi and make my man happy. All right. And, of course, yeah, we, Pat, we know. Everybody gets an eight-ounce uh, serving, but in Joe's case, we'll come up with a pound. We'll see if he can yes, get through Yes, let's do that. it. Now, Joe has ever been we to Shenanigans yet? Smith coming for a, a farewell, uh, not farewell, but a little dinner tomorrow, and we're going to have a little group of guys over there, so you're welcome to come by and uh, see Bouncer because, you know, he appreciates Shenanigans, and sure. we appreciate the show and all the local captains. Well, Pat, of course, let's tell the audience again, you have, you've got this big award for having the best chicken wings in the entire state of Florida. Oh, That's a big honor, man. Okay, That's huge. Right? Well, yeah, yeah it was, man. It was, it was by surprise. Travel polls came by, and uh, I, they were anonymous. And the next thing I know, I was out to dinner with some friends, and they said, hey, you know, your chicken wings are blowing up. They're going viral. I'm like, what are you talking about? He said, don't act dumb. You must know. I said, no, I don't know anything. We had like 800,000. 800,000 hits off wow. Travel Pulse, awarding us the best wings in the state of Florida. It's a, you can Google search it and just say uh, best wings by every state. And on page nine, there's Florida and there's shenanigans. It really was a great honor. And, Pat, you know I only order one thing, uh, Joe. When I go there, I do the wings and the rings. Those onion rings are off the chain as well, man. So yeah. I'm going to up with you. I'm going to take you by shenanigans. East side, where I like to eat uh, during sure. my break at lunch at, at work, and uh, have you sample some of that great job. I man. would love that, especially those chicken wings, man. That's and we'll save you a piece of that p- p- pistachio crusted mahi mahi. Good day, good day, good weekend for football and chicken wings and a nice cold beer. That's yeah. right, Pat. Tell us both locations, my friend, please, if you would. Okay, uh, the original Shenanigans is uh, twenty-eight and a half years at Park Road in Sheridan Street. You just go, go west of ninety-five. It's almost by the entrance of Ty Park. Mm-hmm. Open till four o'clock in the morning, and then we're on US One in Dania, just north of Sheridan Street. There's a big tiki hut between a. Uh, we have a drive-through and a Southern Pride smoker, so we smoke our own barbecue in-house brisket, pulled pork, chicken. Uh, ribs, St. Louis ribs, baby back ribs. And on the other side, there's a full bar f- open also till 4 o'clock in the morning if we want it to be. But right now we're just kind of cruising along. And uh, looking forward to everybody coming by and saying hello this weekend if possible. 
You've got a mean barbecue going on, Pat. Also, don't forget the fact you make a damn good pizza, man. Wow. Yeah, we use grande cheese. We make our own dough. All the toppings are uh, specialty toppings. We, we have one that's one of my personal favorites that we put uh, prosciutto over the top, and then we put arugula with a little shave uh, parmesan on top. It's like you get the best of both worlds. You get the little sweet and savory toss uh, of the uh, of the uh, prosciutto, and then you get the nice salad on top. It goes great with the melted mozzarella cheese and all the good stuff on it. Eric, I got to go there with you because oh, you're definitely pizza, going. wings. Yeah, yeah you know, I, I'm from Jersey, and I, I, I oh, it says Jersey I love a good all pizza. Over it. Yeah, man, I'll take you by Joe. You're, you're, you come up with me. We'll go chat out, bro. Let's Pat, do it. thanks so much, man. Have a great weekend, and go shenanigans. You too. All thanks, right, Pat. All right, thank all you guys. Right. Have a great weekend. You too. Thank you, Joe. Great uh, debut, first uh, co-host show. It flew by. The audience received you so well. They're very happy with what you're doing. They like thank the way you. you're dressed. Thank you. I'm envious of the fact that I mentioned the fact you got these magnificently gigantic arms, which <laughs> makes me look like a little freaking sissy over here. But uh, you're fun, Joe. You bring the game, bro, and I really enjoyed it, man. No, hey, I, I really appreciate you having me on and, uh, you know, working with everyone here. It's phenomenal. It's and I like the atmosphere. And hopefully, you know, as we as we build this show, we can, you know, give you guys some awesome content Super. some uh, and some great stuff. I mean, that's I love talking. Bring it, baby. The big show next coming up with Jeff DeForest, Paul Polyman, Dave Gurgles Gurgling with the Highly Park Trivia Challenge, a big old gigantic bag of prizes. Eric, back in the studio, thank you. Stephen J. Gray, you crazy man, thank you very much, thank you guys. You. Keep it ever sports talk all day. 940 wins, Miami Sports. Bang. Awesome.